Every day, over 350,000 new variations of malware hit the web. And while most organizations have attempted to mitigate these attacks, many antivirus and firewall technologies that worked in the past are no longer effective. Rocket IT helps you identify and update outdated technologies and processes that put your business at risk. To learn more about how Rocket IT can help protect your organization, click the link in this episode's description. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Thrive, y'all. I'm your host, Jessica Clayton, and I'm the marketing coordinator here at Rocket IT. Today, I have Katie Blum joining me. Katie, thank you so much for your time. Hi, Jessica. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you for having me today. So Katie is a second grade teacher at Sugar Hill Elementary. She teaches with Gwinnett County Public Schools. And let's just first start off. I hear major congratulations are in order for you. You are the 2021 GCPS Teacher of the Year. I think that's an amazing accomplishment. And out of the roughly almost 12,000 teachers in the district, how did you manage to do it in only five years? Listen, I am still as shocked as everyone else is. <laughs> Thank you so much, first of all, for that. I honestly can just say that it is God's blessing and it has a lot to do with the amazing teachers I work with every day at my school who took me in my first year of teaching when I didn't know what was up and what was down and guided me. My administration has helped me throughout these past five years and I have a lot of imposter syndrome, you know, feeling like I should be perfect all the time now that I have this great honor and award, but truly it's because of the people around me and God, that's all I can say is how I've ended up in this amazing position. Oh, that is so amazing. I'm so happy for you. And so you're currently a second grade teacher. What do you love about second graders? Why'd you choose them? Well, I have to say second grade is the perfect grade to teach. I hate to say that for any other teachers out there, but second grade is perfect. They love everything about school. They're excited about everything we do. Like I can say, we're going to have a test today. And if I'm excited, they're excited. They're old enough to wash their hands by themselves. They're not picking as many boogers. (laughs) They can tie their shoes for the most part. But they have this natural curiosity and wonder still that sometimes they lose as they get older and they're a little more self-aware when they get older. And I love that about them. I love that they ask me crazy off the wall questions and keep me on my feet. And I'm like, well, we may need to research that later together, you know. So Mm -hmm. they ask me questions that I have no idea that I've never thought about. And I love that natural curiosity and wonder in second graders. They are the most perfect age to teach. And I hope I never leave second grade. Oh, that's great that you guys can like grow as a family almost. Like you grow, they grow. That's pretty fun. Yes, we definitely, I love that you say family because everything in my classroom is the Blum class family. So as soon as they are on my roster, I send them a postcard at the beginning of the year in the summer and say, welcome to the Blum class family. Everything we do is family oriented. We make sure we are representing the family well. We treat each other as family members because that's, I'm so relationship based. And I feel like when people feel like they belong and they're a part of the family, 
then everyone will grow better together. I love that you said that. Yes, that is so great. And so what's the daily routine in your classroom like? And how do you do you keep one group of students for the entire day or do they kind of rotate amongst teachers? Yes. So in my school, in second grade, we each keep our own class all day. And I love that because I feel like you can connect learning from earlier in the day to different subjects and the whole relationship, like I said, relationship is everything to me. So if I know a kid's having a tough day, you know, I know where to push and pull at different times of the day. I know they have different strengths and weaknesses. So that I love that part of having my own kids all day. So even though we have the same schedule all day, it's never the same thing that happens throughout the day in education. I'm, I'm sure every teacher can tell you that. I teach all subject areas, so math, science, social studies, reading, writing, phonics, spelling, grammar, all of the above. We have recess, lunch. I'm trying to think. We have specials. We have an amazing special areas team at Sugar Hill Elementary, and my students just benefit from all the educators who are pouring into them every day. So math and reading are my very favorite to teach. I love small time groups during math, and I love teaching kids how to read because once they can learn how to read, they can literally do anything. If you can just learn how to read, you can accomplish anything you want. And so I'm a huge proponent of small group reading, and I love math because it's so hands-on and fun. That is great. Got to set the foundation because everything requires reading. Exactly. When do you interact with your fellow teachers throughout the day? When our students go to specials, we have collaborative learning team time. So that's a really valuable and important time in our school community. So last year I was on the math collaborative learning team and I was the leader of that team. And we were able to look at our standards that we were supposed to be teaching, pace out what we wanted it to look like for the nine weeks or the week. And then we were able to go in and develop lessons together that we knew would reach the high, I would say the high levels that they need to reach while also scaffolding down for students who need extra support. And one thing I love about math is all the hands-on activities you get to do. I will say that COVID kind of slowed down some of the hands-on activities, but that did not stop us from making learning fun this year and figuring out ways that we could use technology to increase engagement or we made 25 sets of an activity because we wanted our kids to be able to do it hands-on. And so I love working with my teammates. Sugar Hill, I'll say this a hundred times, I would not be the teacher I am without the teachers of Sugar Hill. And everyone has different strengths and brings something different to the table. And because we all work so well together and we believe in the power of working together, we are all each better teachers for our students' needs because of each other. So I love that part of working with my teammates so closely. I think it truly takes a village to raise and teach at the same time. Yes, you are so right about that. So after all of the challenges and uncertainty of remote teaching last year, what do you hope will continue and what do you hope will change this upcoming school year? So COVID definitely taught us a lot, especially in education. And I have a lot of things that I loved that we were able to pivot and use during COVID. And then I have some things that I cannot wait till they go back to normal. So one thing that I hope stays the same is the importance of technology. Last year, my school was able to pilot a one-to-one program. So that means one Chromebook for every child. 
and my classroom was involved with that one-to-one and it was amazing Jessica the difference between what my children were able to do at the beginning of the year versus the end of the year online they at the end of the year they were researching their own animals to do an informational writing piece about they were able to look at resources and say "Mm, I don't think that's a quality resource I should use or or like, oh, look at this video I found of zebras, you know. It was amazing to see their growth. And I hope that the importance of technology continues in the future. But I also hope we have a little more balance of technology next year. So this year it was a necessity, just pure necessity. We needed it to be able to do everything that COVID was preventing us from. But next year, and I'm going to sound like such such a second grade teacher, but I'm going to say it. Next year, I'm ready for my carpet to be back in my classroom and my tiny humans around the carpet with me when I read the book together and we're all sitting next to each other and no masks, hopefully, so I can see their precious little faces and I am ready for family time again. So that is something that we couldn't do this year. We couldn't all gather together in a central location and we call it carpet time because it's my big, beautiful classroom rug comes out and I'll say, meet me on the carpet and we enjoy read aloud together or I teach my mini lessons there. This year we had to do it in their desks and they were sitting in rows and columns so we could be socially distanced. But Jessica, above anything else, I want to be able to gather as a family again because relationships are the most important. And that carpet time or time when we're able to be all together and do hands-on activities just increases the engagement, productivity. And I think I'm a better teacher when we're able to do that. So I'm hoping we're on the downhill of COVID and they taught us many things and we're, we've learned a lot, but I'm ready to be back together with my tiny humans and not worried about being too close or masks on. It's just going to help even like form that family bond even more. It, it I'm pretty sure it was pretty challenging having to cultivate a family in roles. Yes. Yes, rows and columns. I am so ready for those to go away. I'm ready for my kids to be back together in little groups. Yes. It's the small things that make a difference. Mm -hmm. And so let's kind of pivot to lessons learned and mentors. And so as a teacher, how important is it to kind of have mentors there through your first year, through your fifth, 20th year? And how do you kind of cultivate different mentors for different stages of your teaching career? That's a great question. Like I said earlier, there is nothing more valuable than having a mentor to go to or a group of teachers that you feel safe with. And I think that's with any business or community. You need a person at your workplace that you can be vulnerable with and open and say, listen, I have no idea what I'm doing. I need your help. You know, and there's nothing wrong with asking for help. We're all better because of it. So My first few years, I definitely had, and I believe it was God who put these people in my life. They knew I needed them. I needed to figure out what I was doing, you know, and I needed to figure out just the teaching side of things. And then the past few years, it's kind of transitioned a little bit more towards leadership. So I sought after some teachers in my school and administration who helped me with the more leadership sides of things, like how would you handle this kind of situation? And so I actually just graduated last summer from Georgia College and State University with my degree in teacher leadership. So it's not about, thank you. It's not about becoming an administrator. It's about helping other teachers in my building or within my school district. 
And so last year, I was a co-leader on the Mentor Mentee program to specifically help new teachers and teachers who are new to Sugar Hill find their place. So each we arranged for every teacher to have a mentor. They had things to work on every month to make sure they had a safe person to go to who was not judging at all, who was truly just their cheerleader. And I think it makes the biggest difference for everyone to have someone to look at because, you know, your administration or your bosses, of course, they want you to succeed. But who wants to tell their boss they don't know what to do, you know? So having a mentor, just one person in place, you know, is your person, I think helps everyone succeed, not just the teacher, but the students. Because without a teacher being sure about their abilities, the students won't succeed either. So the mentor mentee program is awesome. I actually have a meeting later today to work on our mentor program for next year to make sure we're really supporting the second year teachers who experienced their first year in the pandemic. Like what a first year of teaching last year. So we're really going to make a plan to support those second year teachers because we know things are going to be so different. And having someone to go to is everything. Like I said, relationships are everything. Yes. Well, I'm so happy that you guys have that network built so that you all can not only support each other, but lean on each other, celebrate each other, you know, cry together, laugh together. It really helps. And I'm pretty sure the kids can see it too, Mm because they, it's a friendly environment for them to grow and learn. Exactly. That's for sure. I'm grateful for that community. Well, you have shared a lot of great information, Katie. Is there anything else you would like our listeners and our readers to know? I would just say relationships are everything. I don't know. I think it depends on, I know I say that a lot in elementary school, that relationships are everything, but it's also in the business world. When people feel valued and seen, they're going to work harder. When people feel like they have someone to trust in their work environment, they are going to take more risks and apply themselves more. So although I talked a lot about education, I feel like the things that are important to me and my role as a teacher also would benefit everyone else in the business and community of Gwinnett. So hopefully we can all dig a little deeper, take a break from technology this year, as important as it is, and cultivate those relationships that really impact our business, our community, and Gwinnett County as a whole. Awesome. 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 That was amazingly spoken. All righty, everyone. Well, that wraps up yet another episode of Thrive, y'all. We're going to include links in our description box if you want to get in contact with Katie. Katie, thank you so much for your time and for agreeing to, you know, showcase a little bit of what you do to teach our little humans. And everyone else, we'll see you on our next episode. (music) 